the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. And we're here, back in the booth. Guess what we share with you? God's truth. Amen. Yes, we're so excited because we know that when we sit down and we begin to share the truth, the Bible says that only the truth that we know will make us free. So there's freedom yeah. in knowing truth. Yeah. The truth is the only thing that will make us free from the yoke of bondage. How do you become free? By receiving the truth, baby. <laughs> amen, amen. And we love to just rightly divide that word of truth together. Yeah, so yeah, if you are yeah. at home, go ahead, take that Bible out. And we're just going to go into these scriptures and we're going to just meditate on the word, rightly divide the word of truth so that we can continue to glean from it. I like that word you just used, glean glean from glean. it. It just no. seemed like you you like the shiny quarter and you know you know when it when it looks good it starts to what? Glean. You know but the that. word is glean. Oh, oh glean. Oh, oh like lean. I'ma lean with it, rock with it, I'ma <laughs> glean with it, talk with it. No. You know. <laughs> but yeah, we're back again. Letting you know here we are once again in your ear. If you wanna find us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and Oh, we're on a lot of stuff. <laughs> I caught off guard, y'all. You know, you got to hit them with that. I don't know. So just point. <laughs> and I, I caught off guard, though. But we, we, we're we in facets of different places. We're also on Power 77 Radio. We also, uh, we just, we, we do videos also. So we, we're not basic. We're not plain. But we just do exactly what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. And we're not saying it's going to be like, do this right now. And we're like, okay, we'll do it. No, but we're just saying. We allow the Holy Spirit to speak into our lives. And when it speaks, we listen and we do exactly what it says do. So for those who follow instructions, you know what? It's clear and precise that this is what you have to do in this life. When God gives you instruction, let's get down to the nitty gritty and do what God says do. So let's get into this goodness. Amen. You just reminded me of how important obedience is. Obedience is so much greater than sacrifice. And yeah, to me, yeah. when I just hear those two words, that's the difference between the law and, and being made free in Christ. If free in Christ, I can obey. It's easy. But sacrifice means I have to do all these things to just, I have to sacrifice because it's something that's not natural to me. So I have to sacrifice in order for me to complete it or do it. But in obedience, it's just knowing that once I submit to the will of God, all that I need to be able to fulfill that will is already laid out for me yeah, because Christ yeah, Jesus yeah, has yeah. fulfilled the law for us yeah. and he's given us such a greater, better covenant. And we get to just walk in it with the help of the Holy Spirit. The one he said in Acts 1, 8, don't go until you, you have been empowered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Then you can be witnesses of me in Judea, Samaria and all the uttermost parts of the earth. And this is the biggest piece right here because we just just tied this into goodness you know because guess what in that being obedient you can find that you're obedient because god has been so good and that his goodness has been so good and because he's good you are doing the good you know yeah so today if we haven't mentioned it already we are talking about the fruit of 
goodness. So yeah. we have been talking about the fruits of the spirit in um, a past few episodes of our podcast that we've had. We've been talking about the fruits of the spirit, just breaking down each fruit. And we know that we can only do so much in, in, in 30 minutes that we normally uh, sit down to record, but there's so much more. And we pray that as you listen, that you will also study, yeah, you will also yeah, start yeah, to yeah. reflect on yeah. the fruit that you've been bearing in your life and what that looks like so that we continue to bear much fruit yeah. for the kingdom of God. But today we're talking about the fruit of goodness. And it is so important that we talk about this, um, the fruit of goodness. And like Steve said, it's so easy to be obedient when we know that who we're being obedient to is so good to yeah, us. When you yeah. know his goodness, it's easy to, to, to submit when he says, do this or do that. Oh, hold on to this. Don't, don't do this yet. And you'll be like, Oh, but I really want to do it because you know, the, the Bible tells us there's always a, a war going on between our flesh and our spirit. So my flesh is telling me I need to do this, but God is saying, do this. And now you're going to be obedient to what the spirit is saying. And as much as it hurts in the flesh, you will say, Oh, because he's so good. I know that he's going to, uh, what's, what's that saying? You always say, baby, cash that check. Cash that check. <laughs> bounce that check. No, don't bounce that check. No, don't bounce it. <laughs> but yeah, cash that check. Because you know that it's 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 good for. You know what I'm saying? When you know that something someone is good for something, you can trust them. So you can take that to the bank and cash it. No there you problems. Go. There you go. No, <laughs> that God is. Sometimes I'm really bad with these like analogies. Oh, it's okay because I I, I didn't catch on with you a little bit, <laughs> but I'm back now. I'm back now. I just zoomed out like, ooh, what's she saying? This so good that I lost track of what she was trying to say and I couldn't figure out what she was trying to say so I just said cash that check you know bounce that check bounce don't, that check no, no don't, don't bounce, bounce that check. check no you bounce that check that means you just lost faith right only the enemy comes out missing okay yeah, the Lord yeah. fulfills his promise yeah. the enemy on the other hand he comes to steal kill and destroy so your check don't be coming up missing it never comes up full yeah 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 that, and, and, that, and that's the awesome part of it when we find out how good God has been in our life and it don't take the experiences for us to know that God is good. You know, God, is he's made the foundations. He set everything into play. And here we are. We as human beings live this life going forward through life. And then eventually we have this epiphany and we say, wow, God, <laughs> you're good. And he's like, oh, wow. And you, you, you're, you're going to label me as good, but you know what? It, it is my goodness is the reason why you're here. It's the reason why you're understanding me. And so when we get into that, the, 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 the biggest piece that we always try to share is relationship. When you get into relationship with God, you understand his goodness and how good he is and how good he's been in your life. You know, it don't take the experience. Like I say, it don't take the experiences to know that, but sometimes the experiences knock us up in the head and we begin to see like, Wow, I missed this goodness all this time. I missed th this right here. God tangibly showing me how good he is in my life through through maybe um, um, me not being able to pay bills, me not having a job, me, you know, all these tangible things that we look at to be so big in our life. God has showed up and made a way in those areas. So the goodness of God, let's get into it. So God goodness deals with 
Well, well go ahead. Oh, you no. got something. You look like you got something. So no, I didn't. I didn't want you to stop your thought. I just wanted to share that. You know, uh, there's a scripture in Matthew eleven twenty nine. It says, "Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, yeah, for I am yeah. gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls." And I just, I just thought about that scripture because you were talking about God's goodness and how we must, we have to learn it sometimes. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it might yeah. not be experience out of experience because sometimes in this life we experience some things that are not so great sometimes we experience things that are not so good that are not full of joy that are not you know anything that that even points to God's character. And so we don't have anything to relate to that, you who, who God is, but when we learn of him, and this is why it's so important that we say, we get in the word, we study the word, right? We study who God is and we spend time with him. We spend time with the Holy spirit so that we can have that understanding. When we learn of him, that's when we really can now understand and experience that joy learning of him because not all the time are we going to experience things that are going to point us to who God is in and, character. And, and that's funny because if we live life, you know, when you learn somebody, they don't always have to show you who they are. And a lot of times people are like, I, I don't got time to show you who I am. So you have to, guess what? You have to begin to take an interest in, you, in your interest. You have to begin to just really, really examine them and see where they're coming from. And it's the same thing with God. When, how do you examine person by what? Their word. And so if you examine them by the word and their actions, so you have to do the same thing with God by every word that he speaks and through every action that he does, that he do. And line so, by line, precept, precept by, by precept. precept. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so the word is just not random, guys. It, no. it, it's wonderful because it's a, it's spirit. So we know that we can always glean from it spiritually. But yeah, it is, yeah. God has laid a foundation that is line by line, meaning step by step, process by process. He started out telling us about what happened in the beginning. And at yeah, the end yeah, in definitely. Revelation, it all starts to formulate and make sense as to who we are. And then in the middle we got jesus coming flesh in his god himself in the flesh telling us you know this is who i am this is how i want you to understand the kingdom that i'm now bringing forth yeah yeah so yeah, so yeah. line by line precept by precept that's why it is so important for us to study uh, uh systematically sometimes and not just yeah. you know oh i'm just gonna open up a random scripture and, and, and go from there then we miss out on really the the things that god is trying to teach us and show us from step to step and now we we're not saying that it's not okay for you to open up and just look up a scripture. Now, now we're not saying that. Sometimes that helps. You know, you, you have no direction. You're figuring, Lord, I need something. And you open it up and bam, you're right there at the right thing that you need at that time. <laughs> but that's not what we're saying. That's that, that's not good. We're saying that sometimes you you need to study. You know, the word says study to show thyself approved. Work with need not to be ashamed. How do you do that? Rightly dividing the word of truth, right? So how do you do that? You do that from looking at the scripture breaking it down going through it over and over and over again until you get an understanding of it and then you get the revelation of it and then you move from the revelation and understanding to the knowing of it and then you break that down to the relationship that's forming from you knowing the scripture that's a lot ain't it amen <laughs> but, but yes. that's what happens though you know when you know the word when you begin to learn of the word and if you know the word guess what you start to build a relationship with the word you know I'm reminded of the scripture in John I love the scripture y'all I mentioned it almost on every podcast. John 1 and 1. 
Um, for God so loved the world. Oh, oh I'm, I'm on. I'm on another page. <laughs> I'm on another page. I'm at John three sixteen. But John one and one. In the beginning was the Word. <laughs> the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so you began to know the Word. You know, and when you know the Word, you don't have a problem with knowing His goodness. Amen. I love it. You were you were on page. Uh, you, you skipped a whole lot of pages. <laughs> <laughs> I started dibbling in two scriptures because I had both of them in my head, like go from there to there real quick, you know? Oh, man. But yes, today we're talking about the fruit of goodness. So one thing is that God's character is something that sometimes we have so skewed in us. And we're talking about relationship. How can you be in relationship with someone that you are unsure of? Someone that you say is mysterious, wow. right? Oh, yeah. he's so mysterious. Why should I be in a relationship with somebody who's mis a mystery to me? I don't want to know you if you mysterious. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. I mean, Man. I don't want that kind of like unstable relationship. Yeah. But God has said he made his himself known to his saints through what? Through his spirit. So we yeah, now get yeah. to know him by being uh, uh, being led by the spirit. When we read scripture, we start to know who he is yeah. so that he's not yeah, mysterious. So his character is so wonderful. And we see that even with these fruits of the spirit, the Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him shall worship him in spirit and in truth and because Ooh, god truth. is spirit yeah. <laughs> we understand that these fruits of the spirit are part of god's character this yeah. is who he is yeah. he is love he's joy peace he's goodness so that's what we're going to focus on today he's goodness that's his character and i just had a few words to describe goodness for us just a little bit it says um moral goodness or having integrity and kindness in in some versions of the bible they use the word kindness and excellence in character so what did that excellence excellence in character look like because you know we'd be like man that's excellent and then we'd be like when you really look at it oh man it's missing something but so we're talking about excellence in character what does that look like how does that how did we ever put a pinpoint what that what that is you know what i i, I figured this that we can't pinpoint what it is because only God knows what certain words is and like forever, you know, excellent, you know, even good because sometimes our good is still bad, you know? And, 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 so, and it's so interesting that you say that because there are times when I've acted um, just out of being led by the Holy Spirit, whether I'm out there doing something or I just, I feel led in my spirit to do something for somebody. And I just say to myself, oh yeah, that that's the goodness of God. I'm sure we've yeah, all said yeah, that yeah, at one yeah, point yeah, or another. Yeah. Our spirit can recognize that that that's an excellence in character that's godly and not denied. <laughs> because denial will be coming up short, thinking about all the other things that she could be doing and all these other things. But when you when you're led by the spirit, you can see those fruits now yeah, beginning yeah, to yeah. play in our lives. So that is what goodness. I mean, if you have other definitions, I I just say challenge yourself to just sit down and and try to think of what is the goodness of God. How would you define that in your own wow. life how do you define the goodness of god and and to me it's always been his kindness his ability to reach uh, reach out to us in in times where yeah. we we, yeah. we feel Most like death. man who's gonna come around who's gonna uh, how am i gonna get through this but his yeah. goodness yeah. is so full that he's like i don't even look at all these other things i've already i'm already done with that through christ jesus so now i just want to i'm good to you i'm so good that i gave my one and only begotten son that if you believe in him
him, you won't perish, but you have everlasting life. Man, Ooh. that's good. That is goodness. Because you know we were we were we were uh, determined for, and 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 we were going somewhere else. And you see that, y'all, she finished my early thought, you know. I was going to John 316, and we went back and wrapped our fingers right back around. Look at that, man. That's God's goodness. I think we've been on this John 316 because the Holy Spirit has really been giving us a revelation of God's love for us through that scripture. But that's God's character. And so we're talking about especially his goodness today. So we're going to read out of Ephesians 2 verses 4 through 7. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy Mm -hmm. for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace, ye are saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show us the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Wow. So not only his grace, I know that grace is another one that sometimes can be really hard to define because there's so much to it, but it's saying that through his grace and his kindness, Toward us through Christ Jesus. He was so kind to us that he gave us his son that we might now say that by grace I'm saved. Wow. That is so awesome. Wow. Here, take my son, you know, and when he go do what he do, you good. (laughs) Basically like that. Yeah, so without without us be having salvation, I mean, we we wouldn't even have this this podcast. We wouldn't yeah. even have this yeah, joy that we express on this podcast. We wouldn't even have uh, half of the things that we can even think of just now in our minds that Man. were only provided for by Christ Jesus, and that's the kindness of God towards us. And I just love that. So we have another scripture. Yeah, and this scripture is going to bring it all out. I, I, I love this scripture. It's Romans 2 and 4, and it reads as follows. And despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. And I just had a backstory about this scripture because I heard a, a Christian rap song years ago. It said, um, God goodness lead men to repentance. It'll make you want to change. And it was like, man, you, you hear it over and over in the song. You're like, God goodness leads men to repentance. It'll make you want to change. Like, oh, man, keep rapping. You, you man. It. And it's like, God's goodness <laughs> will lead you to, to repentance. God goodness will lead you. It'll make you want to change. Like, man. And it's like, wow. So it's God's goodness, man. When you're in your darkest hour, when you're in your darkest place, and when you when you feel like you unappreciated, when you feel like 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 you undeserving of anything God has given, this is where his goodness creeps in and says, God's goodness, it leads you to repentance. It makes you want to say, Lord, I'm done. I'm at the end of it. Here I am. Take me how I am, and so I can stand up and be the person you want me to be. And so it said this again. I'm going to read it again. It said the goodness and forbearance and long suffering. So God's goodness and his forbearance, he bearing things for us and his long suffering going through a lot with us. These hard headed kids, you know, and it said now knowing that not knowing, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Amen. So it's it's his goodness that brings us to the throne and saying, Lord, you know what? What must I do? 
what do I need to do so I can get this right with you? You know, how I can get in right standing? How I can stand upright? You know, what do I need to do? And so God gives us all the tools to do what's right. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I love that. We, we talked about this on one of our podcasts talking about re- repentance. It's actually a podcast that we did. It's called repentance. And we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. what that word repentance means. It makes you change your mind. Yeah. So it's not saying that, Oh, uh, uh, telling you that you're a sinner and you're going to go to hell is what's going to make you change your mind about who God is. Right. Yeah. But it's talking about his character. His goodness will make you change your mind. Man. And it's and don't get me wrong. It's not to say that we shouldn't be truthful and honest, especially when the Holy spirit is leading us to be honest and truthful about what the word says about those that have not repented, those that have not changed their mind and received Christ, that, that, that there is a place called hell. It's real. And, and, and that's not where you want to be. There's nothing wrong with having that truth, but in our day to day lives, God has given us this fruit of goodness to be able to share it with others so that by his goodness, it will bring men to repentance, his goodness, knowing what he's done and, and sharing what he's done will bring man to repentance. Yeah. And yeah. Seeing yeah. his goodness flow out of us will bring men to repentance. Yeah. And I just, I just love that because sometimes we have people who just want to, we, we always hear about this people who beat others with the Bible on their head, you know, just take this word, take, this is what the word says. Let me, let me give you the description. (laughs) Thou shall not, thou shall, thou shall do, thou shall, thou. (laughs) But meanwhile, we forget, we are forgetting God's character and so focused on the law that we forget his character. Who wants to be in relationship with the law? I don't. Because you know what? It's something that I can never fulfill. But when I'm in a relationship with somebody, I know there's forgiveness there. I know there's mercy. I know that there's a, a gentleness. I know that yeah, there will be yeah, uh, understanding yeah, because yeah, we're in a relationship. Yeah. I don't want anybody beating me up with the wall. Can you imagine you saying, hey, can I give you a hug? And he said, whoa, 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 whoa. Step one to giving me a hug is first. First, you need to you need to fold your arms right. You know, <laughs> second, you need to open your arms out. And third, you need to lean forward. Wait, wait, wait. Before you lean forward, make sure you pop some gum in your mouth. And then you can actually hug me. Man, it's too many laws. Who wants to go through the law just so you can get to where you need to go? Or would you rather, rather know that you already covered, man? Yes. You're already good. That even if you go in for that hug wrong, you're still going to receive so yeah. much grace in that process. Yeah. And that's a blessing. And that's God's character. That's that's not to say God doesn't have many other characteristics. He does. But we're, today we're specifically talking about his goodness. We're going to focus on his goodness because this is one of the fruits of the spirit. So let's go on to Titus 3 verses 4 through 5. It says, yeah, yeah. but after that, the kindness and love of God, our savior toward man appeared not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy ghost. Don't that sound like God's goodness? It sound like his goodness is written all in that. You know, when you, when you understand that God has been so good, 
You begin to give up those things that you had before. You begin to say, I don't need that. I just want God. You know, you begin to start to operate differently. And, you know, it's funny because when you live your life for, for Christ, you become so secure in it that you just say, you know, you know what? I'm good. I'm, this is my life. It don't become strategic. You don't become, oh, well, I need to jot this out which way I need to come up with this plan, how to live this life. No, you just say, you know what? I'm secure. And guess what? I'm secure because it's a lifestyle change that you have had you know God's goodness is what leads you to repentance and then if you go on it's to hit the kindness of God and the love of God our Savior towards men appeared amen yeah. thank you Jesus it's been there since the beginning and there's so many Psalms that talk about his goodness his goodness oh taste and see that the Lord is good right his love and righteousness it says he loves righteousness and justice the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord that's Psalm 33 verse 5 Man. Psalm 119 verse 68 says thou art good and does it does good teach me thy statutes like I want to know because you are like Steve said you are so good that I want to be where you are i want to do what you do there's something so fulfilling and we talk about these fruits think about the the nutrients that come from fruit right they're so wonderful that sometimes you get full off of just eating certain fruit so the when we partake of his goodness we feel full i mean even sometimes physically having a, a satiety that's physical like i feel physically full because i am yeah, so yeah, rich in yeah, god's yeah. goodness eating man my body's necessities are like second thought you know all i'm focused on right now is just how good he is and how uh, uh, uh he just uh has has shown me that he's for me and it just makes what your body says so much less of an issue but anyway so in psalms you can just look up all these scriptures that talk about his goodness but now we want to talk about god's goodness in us through Christ. Yeah, and you know, the most pronounced scripture where you can find is that is John. And you know, John gives a great depiction of what it looks like to be part of the family. And so John 15 and 5 speaks as this as I'm going to read. I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. And for without me, ye can do nothing. And we've been using the scripture for this this series yeah. on the fruits of the spirit because that's where it stems from. He says he's the vine. So yeah. if we if if we're talking about God's goodness in us through Christ, we're talking about being connected, right? Yeah, so that yeah, His goodness yeah. can flow out of us. We're the branches. He's the vine. So if we want goodness to flow out of our lives, we must know Him. We must be connected to Him. And so naturally, let me just want to say this naturally. When you look at a tree and you plant it and if it ain't growing no branches, <laughs> man, you got a tree that's dying already. But if it's growing branches, then you know from that vine is good, you know. And so that's what Jesus is saying. You know, I am the vine and ye are the branches. And from that branch, guess what happens? Fruit comes because guess what? Jesus wasn't living his life fruitless. He had much fruit. much fruit. And so because he had much fruit, he said, greater works shall you do. How can you do those greater works without the fruit, without bringing forth much fruit? Like he said, you know, you, you can't. It's impossible. And they said that in the end of the verse, you can do nothing without me. Amen. And so how do we expect to bear fruit 
if we're not really responding to the vine. Amen. You know, so that means I got a relationship with the vine because guess what? I'm I'm connected. I'm the branch on the vine. So guess what? I'm going to bear exactly what it, the, this type of tree is. And I must remain uh, connected because we're talking about this warring that happens yeah. between our spirit and our flesh. Our flesh sometimes wants to do its own thing. And that, that kind of like takes us away from being part of the vine because the vine doesn't acknowledge things that are just happening in our lust and our flesh of yeah, you yeah, know yeah, lustly yeah. Fle- flesh fleshly lust it, it doesn't respond to that but it wants us to be connected in the spirit so that we yeah. can continue to bear much fruit and, and you kind of get into that next verse though that yeah, next verse, that is, next verse good. is good so Luke six verses forty three to forty five it says for a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit Ooh. for every fruit. If every tree is known by his own fruit, man, and that's the meat of it, right? Every tree is known by its fruit for Ah. of thorns. Men do not gather figs, (laughs) nor of a a bramble bush. Gather they grapes, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And I love that part Mm. because it's saying that the treasures that are in our heart and it just says that if my heart is connected to God, guess what fruit I'm going to be bearing that good fruit and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil for of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. So either way, if you're good or evil, guess what happens? There is some fruit that's coming out of it, but it's good fruit and it's bad fruit. And so what happens when you are in Christ and you're learning of him and you're growing in him and you're producing and then you're putting out what you've grown and learned into someone else? Guess what? The vine is becoming even stronger because the branches is growing. Now the branches are connecting to other branches and those branches are bearing fruit. And guess what? This tree is becoming super big. You know, you know, we like to tag stuff on and say, we can't just say big, super big, you know? And then that's when you get pruned, you know, some get cut off so you can even make more fruit, which is an awesome thing. And that, that to me takes maturity. You're not going to be like, Oh Lord, you cut off my branch. That's the only branch that was producing good fruit. No, he's like, no, I got to move you. Now you got to go here. So you got to produce, Produce more fruit, more fruit that's different from that fruit you were producing when you were there. Yeah. This is a different yeah. kind. Just like when Jesus was moving, right? He went from place to place doing different things. I mean, similar things, but but he had a mission that was different in each place. Thinking of Samaria, he has with the Samaritans. It was a whole bo- different ball game, and he had to do something that was different with those people because of the way that they were conditioned, right? The yeah, way that yeah. they thought they were, yeah, the, yeah, they definitely. weren't really accepted into the fold. So he had to help them uh, not feel unworthy, help them to see things differently. So that is him producing even more fruit for, for, for what was needed at that place. And guess what? In that, the fruit of goodness was being performed. It was yes. being shown. And it, 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 it was out there. changed. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's God's goodness that leads men to repentance. Amen. And so it's the goodness of God through Jesus Christ that brought us this far. And to know God is to know every fruit, but to know God in his goodness is to really know him and know that, you know, you can do this without him. And so couldn't do it without. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. You could try. You know, it'll be striving. You'll be hard. You're hard pressed to get it done the right way. But, you know, this is it, man. When, When you know God's goodness, you truly know God. 
Amen. And don't we always want to remind you at the end of every one of these that the fruit of the Spirit is in you. Yes. It is in you. When you're warring, today's message is more of if you're warring between your flesh and your spirit, go back to Galatians 5.22. Look at those fruits of the Spirit. That's yes. what you're supposed to be producing. Yes. If you go in Galatians 5 a little bit before that, it's talking about the other evil fruit that you, you can bear if you're not really connected yes. to the vine. So we yes. don't want yes. that kind of fruit. We want you to bear that spiritual fruit because it's not only going to make your life so much richer but it's going to make others taste and see that the lord is good and this has been the g220 effect and And we're we're ghosts. ghosts